Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Show. My name is Michael Humblet and I'm the founder of Kaomatic. And today the big question is, why is starting in sales the right job for you? So I've invited a guest that knows everything about it. Crystal, could you for Hi, our... Michael. Thanks for joining. Could you for our viewers explain very shortly what you do? Yes, uh, my company is named Planet Talent. And what we do is we introduce young graduates into ambitious companies and we make both parties accelerate their growth. So you, 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 you are looking for sales and marketing talent because the companies are looking for that and you guide them. So well, how, yes. how does the system work? Uh, in fact, we recruit young uh, yeah. talents uh, among the students. Straight from school. Straight from school, uh, right. no experience at all. Mm -hmm. And then we, uh, we, we help them make the bridge between being a student and being a sales yeah. professional. I get a lot of questions of people saying, why should I do sales? It's something dirty, it's something yeah. bad, it's something you see in the movies like the Wolf of Wall Street. And yes. some, some mainly guys want it because they want to watch for the car. Really? But, but you said to me, no, sales is a really good job, which I believe. So what's your opinion on this? Why should you start in sales? I think that there are uh, good reasons to start in sales when you're, an ambition, uh, mm -hmm. when you're ambitious, because sales is the, the division or the job you have to do if you really want to make a career. I see a few CEOs that uh, are not good in sales mm -hmm. or have never been successful in sales. Mm -hmm. So either how, you're going to have to learn to sell if you <laughs> want to be successful. So why not start with it? Yeah. And does it, is it, does it match for everybody or is there some people because you have natural social talkers, let's call it mm -hmm. like that. I mean, I'm, I'm, one of, I'm just, I can't shut up, which mm -hmm. is also bad for closing, by the way. <laughs> but do you look for certain profiles or is it more like everybody can start, you guide them, how do you, how no. do you start, how do you do that? We, we, look, for, we look for sales talent mm -hmm. and uh, we have a screening which is uh, rather serious and we look for a few things that have to, has to be there. Mm -hmm. And the first thing we are uh, strict about is energy. Because you can't teach energy. You can't teach energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's so very good one. We, yeah. uh, we pay a lot of attention to that. And you can feel the energy of a person when you are in a one-to-one -one in mm -hmm. a small uh, room. But we also test the energy in a larger assessment and we see how much energy and you is score? there left. you score it or how do yes. you? Yes. So it's like one to ten. Yes. Ten is over the top. <laughs> Ignore. Yes. Ten yeah. is not over the top. It has to be more than six. So more than on six. a scale, oh, uh, really? on a, a, really? a Gauss uh, yeah. curve, you have to be more than six uh, to be a good sales. What else? Uh, a mindset. Yeah. Uh, you have to be resilient yeah. to be a sales. Because sales is like swimming in a lake of rejection. It is. How do you test that actually? We have an assessment to test it. Really? And it's also something that you see in the history of people. How is the, your mindset? How do you Even talk Even if about they come from school? Yes. Because you're looking for failures and overcoming them and yeah, then and actually getting back up. And how they talk about, about it? How they talk about it? Do they really take good. ownership? Do they see it as a, a, a learning uh, event or do yeah. they blame others? And uh, is that something that discourage, that they feel as discouraging yeah. or not? So that you can, uh, we pay a lot of attention to the positive mindset because it gives you resilience. Yeah. I like, I like the word. <laughs> I'm making this short movie and it's all about resilience getting back okay. up because it's yeah. like no the whole long yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Energy resilience? And then we also look at the mental uh, process, at intelligence 
and mostly yeah. the, the verbal aspects of that. Because when you are in, uh, in sales, you have to be very quick to understand. Yeah. Uh, you also have to talk, but you have to listen. Yeah. And you have to capture in a, a, a very short period of time, you have to capture the story of somebody else. So how do you test that? You we have an assessment for like that. Like a proper test? R really exercise. Really? Yeah. 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 I tell you a true story that really happened. Okay. One day, very young, very green, I got invited for an American software company. I'm sitting in this office, the old office of Lernout and Houseby, by the way. Okay. And um, this guy suddenly says, okay, Michael, you want to do sales? Yeah, you want to You have to be able to calculate very fast. Mm -hmm. So he goes like, okay, keep up with me. And he mm -hmm. goes like, uh, yeah, so my product is 10,000 euro. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy 10 of those. And then I'm going to give 20% margin. And then I'm going to detect 200. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to do it. I'm going to add another five. Okay. How much is it? <laughs> and I just looked at him and I said, I think it's $150,000. <laughs> and he says, that's completely wrong. That's way too much. I said, no, no, I took margin. <laughs> he said, you're we hired. hired you. <laughs> so I, I understand yes. that you have to be, be very quick because you have to be very quick. Okay. Yeah. Are there like disqualifying criteria? Things that you really say, that's behavior. Because sometimes sales are really over the top also. Mm -hmm. I see them and I have to calm them down. Yes. But it's easier to coach somebody to be to calm down really? than to, yeah. to put energy in it. He was squeezing it. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember when I do assessments, because I do a lot of sen really, really senior profiles, yes. so I made like a little list with... And one of, the, one of the things that I try to test is coachability. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these guys, they know it all, they yes. are better, and then I know, it, just forget it, you, you will be in trouble with the existing founders. Typically, really? that, that's a match. Yes. So you also test coachability yes. in all of these things. Yes, okay. and, and that's, um, that's something that we pay a lot of attention on because they have to be confident on mm -hmm. one side, but they also have to, you have to keep them in the learning modus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's why we discuss it. We, we, uh, we want confident people, but we tell them what we are going to teach them and they have to be really open for that. We yeah. kick them out of the program if we see that they are not willing to And learn. you really then, so you have that assessment and then you basically guide them, you, you give them training, cold mm -hmm. calling? That, oh, is yes. it because there is a mix between, you have strategy and tactics. So you also do strategy or mainly in the beginning tactics? Because strategy is for the combo. In the beginning we teach them really operational uh, operational tasks. Yes, yeah, yes. At, at the end. Do you also have a difference between inside sales? Say, do you make a categories? In, yes. Because if I look into the market, there is such a high demand for sales mm -hmm. and especially inside sales yes. at this moment, then I'm wondering where do you start? I had a CEO once that told me, Michael, somebody that starts in inside sales can never become a good sales guy. Well, so what do, you, what do you think about that? Do you agree or wouldn't agree? I think that inside sales can be a very good uh, um, learning job to become a good sales. Mm -hmm. But I think that when you want to recruit a good inside sales, I agree with... Uh, because you're looking for different... Because you're looking for different things. But I think that when you take a good sales talent, you mm. put them in inside sales for one year, let's like say. Like a start. Like a start. You, you teach them how to, to be on the phone, you teach them your business, you teach them your products, you teach them who your customers are. So can I ask the question, how would you define inside sales? This question is coming yes. back to me every single day. Yes. What is that for you? And, and what does that person need to be good in? I think there are different inside sales 
jobs. Uh, sometimes uh, inside sales is m most focused on supporting the sales team. So yeah. in the pre-sales, yeah. that's what they call inside sales. But sometimes also inside sales is purely in the after sales. So, ah. so that's what we, we call sometimes inside sales. So you have a customer and when you have um, renewals or... or um, so that's more the customer success side almost. Yes, of but also sales. The upsell of the license. The upsells yeah. of the license, yes. I thought, funny, because I thought you would say, I never thought of that one, I agree. I, I think there are two inside sales, if you look at the front, mm -hmm. there is the, I call it the, the, the tactical one that's making the lists and the email yep. sequences, the sales cadences, all mm -hmm. of that. And then you have the one which in, in SaaS you find or not, if, mm -hmm. especially if you go lower end products, I mean cheaper products that also does the demo and almost will close on the phone. Mm -hmm. And there are two different types. Yes. Me, right? Or not? I mean, disagree with me. If you <laughs> because sometimes I see the really good people that they want, they do the calling, but they don't, they're not good closers. I see yes. the difference. And sometimes I see people that are really good in demos and they're actually pretty good closers. So uh, if I look at some companies like Team Leader, they have, a, they made a bit of a difference yes. there. But yes. these are very large inside sales teams, right? Yes. Most companies have one, two, three. Yeah, yeah it's hard to distinguish. So yes. where would you put the cutoff, if at all we need a cutoff? I think that if you define inside sales like that, you come very close to marketing. It is very close to marketing. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And then you, ha you need people that are uh, good in writing, that are creative, and yeah. that are also good communicators. So how would you but measure them then, that those people? Those people are, would be, when they are in, in our selection, would be typical people that are, I would not say not so high on energy, but yes, I would call it not so high on energy because they have to be more thorough. Yeah. Because in, in external sales, they have to in, in, improvise. They, they don't know what the situation they're going to be in. But the inside sales, like you define it, yeah. he has to be cautious. He has yeah. to think and rethink and, and think strategically. So how do you deal with the fact, because you really touched upon a nerve, every sales guy I've met is bad with CRM. Not mm -hmm. every, but most of mm -hmm. them are. Let's say it like that. So how do you train them or how do you advise them to actually, CRM is their one side, the biggest enemy of, of because mm -hmm. they are social, unstructured, going mm -hmm. from left to right, chaotic. That's why my company is called Chaomatic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so how do you, you teach them that? You explain that to them? I think it's an understanding they need to get and it's a tough one. I still now when I hire guys, 40s, 50s, and they tell me CRM is not for me, Michael. And I know they're really good sales guys. Mm -hmm. And I say, then you will get fired because yes. it's the only thing there is. Yes. It's easier to bring that story to young people because they, when they understand that they are willing to learn, they understand that they cannot start in the closing part of the job. Yeah. So yeah. we make them start in the beginning of the, of the process and we explain that if you cannot make a call and cannot get an appointment with yeah. the customer, you will never become a good salesman. So we see that eventually they want to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they want to grow in the, in the, yeah, yeah true. They want to grow. And what we advise our customers is to see those, the beginning of the process as an entry point for new sales and, and let's say educate them 
in in how to in how to sell. So let's and teaches them also the discipline in the, the what you need in the yeah. beginning of the sales cycle. You need a lot of discipline. Yeah. You need resilience. You need, to, you need to make these calls. You need to yeah. make it's, sure it's that it's the machine. It's the machine. And the machine eats every yeah. day again and again yes. and again and again. Yes. Uh, yeah. the, I think the most successful companies actually do that. They mm -hmm. really build a machine. They sometimes overdo the machine, but in, I think I, I really believe so. So let's jump. So we, we, we looked at the students, people doing it. Let's jump at the company. So what can they realistically expect? Aren't their expectations sometimes too high or too low? Or we, we see different situations at our customers. Mm. We have customers that are more enterprise company that have, let's say, we call it a mature sales team. Mm -hmm. And they have um, a, a, a team of very experienced sales reps that work side by side. They don't work together. Mm -hmm. They work side by side and are, they are silos. Yeah. Yes, like in, in silos. And um, they find it hard to find a next one or to replace uh, a senior sales like that. And that's not the solution we no. provide with the junior no. sales. No. What we provide is um, somebody young that can focus on certain points in the sales process where you do not need those senior competences. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's mostly in the, in the prospecting uh, yeah. phase, so making yeah. a point. Acquisition. Acquis acquisition. I agree. So yeah. that uh, gives you value immediately because we see that those senior people, they are not so very fond of making those calls and no. doing this really acquisition True. efforts. Yeah. So uh, to speed up the engine, I always advise to the people, I said, okay, you have your senior guy that actually lives on referral types mm -hmm. of business, but you need to feed a bit with yeah. an inside sales. Also balance the team because senior guys are expensive. Really? Yes. I always tell them, yeah, for one senior guy, you can have two, three inside mm -hmm. sales. I know it doesn't sound right, but actually that's the way of, that's, of, the, that's way. the pyramid. Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. so you build a pyramid and yeah. you, you uh, create, you have value immediately because one of the complaints I hear from sale, sales managers I work with is that they don't think that there's enough, enough efforts in the acquisition of new customers. Yeah. They see yeah. those senior salespeople really uh, moving on in the same customers, in yeah. the same network. Drinking and coffee with the same... Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree, I yeah. agree, I agree. So you solve, in fact, uh, yeah. two uh, problems. Yeah, I agree. We very quickly in this topic will get to marketing mm -hmm. because if you speak about acquisition, growing the business, where you need to solve the biggest problem, which mm -hmm. is nobody knows you in a mm -hmm. certain area, so you need to go. So do you also do marketeers or marketeers, or you stick to sales? We are, um, uh, our, our program, like it is now, is focused on sales skills, mm -hmm. but we feel the, the urge to cross the, cross the border towards yeah. uh, more marketing uh, profiles, yeah. which are different people. In, uh, in selection, you see, you have to look for other motivators. More creative, I, I yes, guess. Yes, uh, that's it. Yeah. And you have something which, which I believe is extremely useful. It's, I call it a technical marketeer. Mm -hmm. And that's something you don't see in a lot of companies yet, but it's the one that actually helps. It's a bit of growth hacking mixed yes. with sales. It's somewhere in the middle. They, they, they do the automation and they do the funnels and all mm -hmm. of that. And then people need to execute. It's extremely valuable. I see also marketing companies that, that take that space, but that's 
Uh, I say to a lot of companies, that's the kind of person you need to hire. Yes. But they're tough because sometimes they're just an engineer that likes to play with these things, but they don't want to do any phone call. Mm -hmm. So how much do you pay them and how do you commission them? And it, yeah. it's a very different read. Yes. But I think that's for me the next, as, as, as tools evolve, as everything evolves, that's, that's going to be a function that is going to grow yes, very rapidly. Yes, I see that. In yeah. my own company, we, um, we have a marketing machine and we say that they spread the word yeah. towards yeah. everybody. Yeah. And once we come to um, talking one-on-one -on -one or specific conversation, there is our sales that is yeah. taking over. So that's your cadence, actually. You reach out, somebody comes in the funnel, you qualify, and then you start giving them. Yes. So you don't have your, yourself, you're not using inside sales to do the closing or to do the phone call. Yes, our salespeople, they yeah. are, they, they uh, target people through their network. They, yeah. uh, they, they look at LinkedIn sales navigator and they target a certain person and yeah. they use their creativity. Ah, it's like that. So you don't use inside sales. It's the sales doing it and they yes, will also go. Yes, because they are junior sales. So that's what yes. they do. And then they ha we have senior I have to say, I have to say, I've seen one of the best sales persons in the last year. I've seen working at your company. Thank you. I was completely, utterly impressed. Yes. And uh, Caroline, you know it. So uh, that's that's. I was impressed. So if you teach that to all of them, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> scary. Yes. Scary. Yes. So uh, okay. So let's let's take it one step back. So if you think about sales. What would be your advice to like a student or somebody studying or looking into it? And I give you, so why I was a student, I was working in bars, classic pattern because I mm -hmm. could talk. And then for some reason in the weekend I started selling, I went to this, um, they sold like suits. Mm -hmm. So I was getting bored standing there like five customers a day selling them suits. Every suit fitted great by the <laughs> way, whatever size. So by nature I started being pulled into sales. So I believe a lot of these people will have that. So what would your advice be when, when I was 21 thinking of this? What would be your advice be? Uh, you mean by looking for a first job? Yeah. I think that it's important that uh, you um, see sales not as a, a first step only, but that mm. you really have to want to become very good at it. I mm -hmm. think that's, uh, that's crucial and um, being that your main motivation, you have to look for a company that gives you the opportunity to learn and that is very important. Mm. Who will I be learning how to sell? So you need so a good coach look actually. Yes. Look for really, then would you go more structured or unstructured? Like a big machine or a small one? Depending on who you are. Ah, that's, that's a good answer. Yeah. Depending on who you are, uh, some people are, are uh, like to work in a bigger uh, machine, mm -hmm. but others like more. Uh, they want to be more creative. They want to have more autonomy, and mm. then you have to choose a smaller company. Yeah, we always have some rapid-fire questions, so okay. I'm taking my <laughs> black Bible with all the difficult questions. <laughs> the first one is, where do you get inspired? Where do you? What do you read or where, where do you go to websites to, to, to learn more mm -hmm. or to get inspired actually? You inspire me. Oh, it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> uh, I read a lot. Yeah. And um, 
the uh, one of the books I read about uh, sales, which I uh, liked a lot, is Give and Take. I don't Give remember who wrote it. We will put it down in the description. Okay. Because I, I haven't read it either, so okay. I'm read it. You, you really have to read yeah. it. And it's uh, in that book they have they really investigated uh, what brings you uh, the forest. Uh, mm. You start giving, mm -hmm. or you 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 take you take yeah. or you yes, and. Um, it's a really interesting book for everybody. And science-based, science proper based. data. Yes. So I yes. like that. And um, one of the latest books uh, I read is Cy Wakeman wrote a book on, it's called No Ego. And it's something that uh, for salespeople <laughs> can <laughs> be a, a challenge. It's important, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to it's put aside really the ego. really nicely phrased. Yes. Uh, yeah. And she wrote a book about it, uh, about company drama and how to avoid it. And it's really company a very drama. interesting book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she also is I think a lot of CEOs should read it too. Yes, actually. not only oh. CEOs, because uh, it's an eye-opener <gasps> for uh. when you're in a leadership position, but yeah. also for uh, everybody in the workplace can yeah. be uh, inspired. That's a good one. Uh, I'm also a fan of Ariana Huffington. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, check yeah. I admire that woman. Yeah. And I follow also her uh, blog, um, Drive. Yeah. Uh, very interesting free content. Yeah. 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 And um, we use in, uh, in Planet Talent, we use as our company Bible, we use Stephen Covey's work, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody comes in, read it. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah. we designed two boot camps around these yeah, seven really? habits because we believe that if you apply them, yeah. you cannot help being successful and that's, happy. Yeah, <laughs> and happy, that's great. So I know there's a lot of moving parts in your business. Mm -hmm. So how do you say no? Mm -hmm. How do you do it? Because I, for sales, it's the most difficult thing to say because mm -hmm. you pay sales. I've been trained for 20 years to say yes on everything, which mm -hmm. is really bad because really good sales guys say no. Mm -hmm. so, so how do you say no? How do you make the decision and how do you say it actually? I don't say the word no often, especially you not suggest in sales. It. <laughs> I say yes, and then I explain the circumstances under which I am willing to say yes. Ah, so you still say yes. <laughs> yes, but for instance, if a customer asks me for a discount, I explain what the, um, the prerequisites are for uh, getting a volume content. Um, ah, okay, okay. So I explained to him how we are going together get the most uh, value out of like our tai collaboration. It's like you're not fighting it, you're just flowing, yes. say yes, but flow the right way to the sea. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, so how do you focus then? How Generally, do you know what to, yeah? Uh, I have a morning routine and uh, I wake up early and I meditate. Really? Yes, yes, that helps me uh, a lot. Yeah. And then I make breakfast. And then before I leave the office, I always go over my day mm. and I uh, think about what I want this day to, to bring me, what I want yep. to establish. And that helps me to start with the focus. Very good one. So what's the, what's the, what has been the biggest failure up till now where you yes. say, I should have done this differently. <laughs> yeah. I made a lot of yeah. mistakes, of course, and still do. but. What I would certainly do differently if I could start over yeah. is I would start sooner in building a sales team. I think that yeah. I spent too long being the only saleswoman in the company. And I think that's yeah. a, 
I so building a team, building less a team. operational, yes. let others yes, go that. and shine. And also when you want to teach others how to sell your product, you have to think differently about your product. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you sell your product because you love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the problem with founders. Yeah, to that's scale, it. because they think the company needs them all the time, yeah. which is a flaw, I mean, it should not be the case. It should no. not be the case. So you need to build the product properly. Yes, and it helps you uh, become uh, your, your product and your company and the way you sell it much more mature. So yeah. you shouldn't wait too long. <laughs> You're giving me advice now, right? <laughs> so, and as a last one, where can people learn more about you or your company? Uh, what should they follow? The website? Yes, or? we have a website, but we yeah. are also active on social media, LinkedIn and Facebook, also yeah. Instagram. And the website you, is? The website is planettalent.com. I want to thank you for coming to the show. Thank you. I love the topic. If you want to see a lot more shows, subscribe. And if you like what you've seen, give it a thumbs up. I see you next time.